Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Legally Teaching and Engineer Sports. I am Dylan Loga here with Sam and Max Loga. Today will be Thursday, December 7th. And tonight, today, this morning, we've got a great episode. We're doing our college football award show, the second annual LTES College Football Award Show. That's right, episode 64. We're talking 2023 college football awards, LTES style. What else are we doing, Sam? Uh, we'll have a little bit of a roundtable, a little bit of serenity now. I don't know about Sam's Cooler Talk. We'll have to confer. We'll be there. We'll get a little while. Oh, all right. All right. So we got a full show for you guys. So buckle up and get ready. Let's do it. Episode 64, the second annual LTES College Football Awards show. It's great to be a Michigan Wolverine. It's great, it's great to, be to be a Michigan, a Michigan Wolverine. Wolverine. <laughs> so Lucas Oil heard the brothers of Max and Dylan try to chant that nearly 65 times on Saturday night. My voice just now recovered, and it's Wednesday. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> well, my throat's still hurting, yes. <laughs> Oh. What a, what but Michigan back to back to back Big Ten champions, uh perfect season, 13 and 0. Uh it really is great to be a Michigan Wolverine, the number one seed in the college football playoffs. The first time they're ranked number one in the AP poll in 25 years, I believe. Uh hell of a hell of a win. You know, they beat they beat Iowa pretty soundly. There was never a doubt. Um, yeah, Big Ten champs. It's amazing. Any thoughts from either of you? It was like watching paint dry, I'm not going to lie. The game was pretty boring. Uh, Iowa fans are wimpy, dog shit, pathetic. Yeah. They knew they were looking for shellacking. They were just looking to score. Also, Dylan brought this to my attention. There was a bar in Iowa that was giving free drinks until Iowa scored. So hopefully that bar is still drinking for free and continues to drink till their next game next season. Or their bowl game, I guess. They're still pouring, baby. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, what yeah, were your thoughts? Yeah, Fitro. Yeah, shout out to you guys, losers. Sam, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I didn't watch any of it, but I noticed my phone was not going off at a rapid pace with notifications, so I kind of figured it was a pretty slow game. And right, you are. <laughs> it was slow. What are you guys' thoughts? So Max and I drove home from Indianapolis Sunday morning. We watched the show from our phone. We talked about it probably for the three hours before the show. Loved it. I think we knew how it was going to happen, but didn't really love to see FSU get screwed. Any thoughts from the two of you on that? Sam, we'll start with you there, the, how the ranking shook out in the playoff. <laughs> you know, I saw all the stuff, all the tweets and all the posts, and I don't know. I think Florida State's good, but I think they put the team in it that's going to make the best show, and that's what they care about the most is what's going to bring in the most fans and what's going to be the best game. I don't know if Florida state would have been the best game. I can't call that, but I think they, in their heads, they figured, you know, throwing Bama in there is going to bring in fans and bring in money. So that's what they went with. Yeah, no, I agree. They, they viewed Florida state as a different team without their quarterback. I'm going to jump in, which is horse shit. 
Florida State got absolutely screwed. I will leave it to our Cerny now. We have a special guest coming in for the Cerny now. He's going to talk about more. He's a big seminal guy. Um, yeah, they got screwed. I don't know how else to say it. They didn't lose a game. Alabama didn't lose, or Alabama had one loss. Texas had one loss. You have to put Florida State in and then decide between Texas and Alabama. Texas beat Alabama, probably putting Texas in for head-to-head. I think it's horseshit. That's what I think. Max, what are your thoughts? Uh, my final thoughts on this. Um, the community and the NCAA wanted to screw Michigan one final time, and this is the only way they could do it. Give them a national championship contender in their first game. Let the two others play each other like in the sand sand pit and let Michigan and Alabama play in the national championship game. So that's what I have. The committee is trying to throw one more stick into Michigan. They gonna find out. Yep. Find out. Uh but I actually sort of disagree with you a little. I think Washington and Texas are very good. Washington beat the shit out of Oregon on Friday night. Shout out to them. Last ever Pac 12 title game. Washington's very good. And Texas is Got a real good offense. So that other playoff or that other semi is going to be a very good game, high scoring affair. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be good. College football is awesome. Can't wait to talk about our awards. We'll get more into college football later. Let's go to something else. Sam, what else you got? Uh it, I yeah, it's as official as it can be official. But uh the crap, his name just Patrick Kane. Gonna play Thursday night. Well, this tonight when this show goes out. He's going yep. to be playing. Yep. Showtime, baby. Showtime. Yeah. Looking forward to it. The real, the, the real question is, do you, now not that, do you think he pushed it off so that the Red Wings could have the show? Oh yeah. yeah. I do. They didn't but, have, they didn't have the game last night in Buffalo. It wasn't on Fox sports to tread. Thursday is. Well, they wanted it at home. It was in Buffalo that is, too. That as well. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. he's from Buffalo, so they were like, maybe he's going to make mm-hmm. it in his home hometown. Yeah. Well, I agree. I think they did. Are you excited, Max? For what? Patrick Kane. The show. I am really I am really excited for Showtime. I, I mean, I don't know how much of a factor he could be. I just think he's going to be nasty on the power play, and their power play is already good. He's a playmaker, and to play with the Brinkett, hopefully play with the Brinkett, we'll see. But I think it just makes him that much better, which is awesome. So. Yeah, I think it just adds an, a layer to the onion. Uh, I think, yeah, just someone that I've said it for, I think, last five years for the Red Wings. <clears throat> he's a veteran player, can put the puck in the net. Like you said, he's a playmaker, and he can put the puck in the net. I'm very excited to see him on the ice with the Red Wings. Yeah, they um, were talking about him. They, they said last year it was deflating because they didn't, you know, they traded people, and this year they went out and got a big name. Different Red Wings. Yeah, I'm with it, Sam. Keep going, right? Got to keep going. Uh, Max, what do you have? Uh, so that's kind of the reason I'm wearing this hat. I got the Red Wings and the Tigers on my hat today because shout uh, Showtime happening tonight. And then uh, snaps to Jim Leland for finally making it into the Hall of Fame. Kalo, your Tigers forever enshrined now. Shout out to Jim Leland and his cigarettes in the dugout, baby. Well, hell yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, our dad's favorite Tiger of all time, Jim Leland. Jim Leland. So number one, two. Also circling back to the Rowings. Rowings are hot right now. If you guys have not been following them, our GHLs, they're they're on a roll right now. It's like last four or five, I think, to be exact. So Rowings are plucking right along, which is awesome. Love it. Um, I have a quick one. Where do you guys think Shohei Otani is going to end up? I'm going to quickly say. What would you say, Sam? Cubs. Oh, I like it. Max? 
I've, I've heard the Dodgers and I've heard he's going to make a decision by Sunday. Love it. Don't call me a racist for this. I'm saying San Francisco. Why would I call you a racist? <laughs> Sam gets it. It's the highest population. Well, they do usually do stick together. So, <laughs> uh, Sam, do you have anything else? I I do not. Max, uh, just a quick. I thought I was convening order for Serenity now, but I'm not. So, um, shout out to the ESPN Bet app for being atrocious. Uh, their lines are, are usually three to four points off a of FanDuel or DraftKings. I don't know where their bookies are, but they're bad. So wow. ESPN Bet, figure it out. Hmm. All of ESPN checks out. Um, <laughs> and before we get straight on, my last thing: Michigan basketball's boots in the ground last night against Indiana. They might not be it this year. <laughs> you don't lose to Indiana. Come on, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Your future home state. They're they're very competitive and very good, and they can score. Just can't win the close games, and they no clutch no clutch gene in them right now, and the defense is not there. Uh, they also got to figure out the two headed system of coaches. They got to get Juwan just being the only coach. There's too many hands in the pot right now. They'll figure it out. Is he back officially? He's on the bench. Yeah, he's been on the bench. Uh, he was on the bench on the bench in Bahamas and in Oregon, um, but he's still technically an assistant. Oh well. Let's move on, Sterney. Now, before we get to the main segment of the second annual LTS College Football Award Show, Sterney now sponsored by Stadium Designs. Pay ten dollars, hop on, be our celebrity Sterney now speaker, and receive an LTS shirt of your choice, designed by Stadium Designs. Tonight we have a a great GHL, Mr. Matt Iwanski, who is funny enough, it will be a presenter an award presenter for the college football award show who's do he's always double dutying matt the stage is yours let's have it yep uh thanks dylan appreciate the uh intro i just want to talk about the absolute travesty that occurred this weekend um and the college football playoff committee um deciding to leave out for the first time ever a 13 and 0 florida state seminoles football team that uh beat everybody had uh, the number three strength of record um, in the country ahead of Alabama um, and uh, should have deserved a chance to fight for, you know, that national championship that was sadly taken away from them. Um, I think, you know, you set an awful precedent that um, wins don't matter. College football deserves champions and those that go out and win every game deserve the right to, to fight for that national championship. And the college football playoff committee decided to say that doesn't matter anymore. Winning games doesn't matter anymore. It just matters what people think. So it's uh, it's disgusting. It's despicable. They should be ashamed of themselves and uh, we'll move on. Hopefully Florida State goes out, wins the Orange Bowl against Georgia, and has that 14-0. Hang the banner. Hang the banner. National champions. <laughs> well, they'd have to be 15-0 for that. He said it more. No, no. They're national champions this year if they win. They beat Georgia. They're, they're my national <laughs> champions. Well, there's Michigan. And then in the state, <laughs> okay. uh, so. right. Hey, that was very much better said than I did. I said it was horseshit. You did a lot better. Snaps and claps right. to you, Matt. Thank you for doing that. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for letting right, me uh, let me talk about it. <laughs> hey, we had to get it off your chest. See you soon. Looking forward <laughs> to seeing your award in the College Football Award Show. Awesome. All right, that was Matt with our Serenity Now segment. With that, boys, let's head to the second annual 
LTS Caught Football Award Show. <clears throat> Before we do that, Sam, what's always uh when there's an award show, the Aspies, you know, I don't really know any other award shows. I don't watch anything else. But when there's award shows, they have something at the beginning of it, right? Yeah. The host does a monologue, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very normally very long, but I'm assuming you are gonna keep it short and precise. Short and sweet and to the point. And here we go. Thank you, Sam. Hello and welcome to the second annual LTS College Football Award Show. I'm, of course, Dylan, hosting along with my co-hosts, Sam and Max. And before we get into the specific awards, I'd like to take a few minutes to warm everyone up with a monologue attacked with an enthusiasm unknown to mankind. Well, shout out to all the Sparty fans out there. We heard all football season long, just wait until basketball. And damn, you guys were right. Didn't see that hot start coming. Max, speaking of coming. <laughs> talk. <laughs> talk. 2023 college football introduced us to the spectacularly sensational Stallion and his Michigan manifesto. Seriously, though, seriously though, Connor, thank you for your service. But remember, snitches get stitches, bitch. And Reese, those who stay will be suspects? Huh? More like those who stay will be suspected of being one of the greatest Michigan football teams in history. Go blue. So, as Matt just said, Florida State got screwed, and Alabama jumped the Knowles to get into the playoff. Shout out to Mizuno. Mizuno, Mizuno is a well-known volleyball, volleyball knee pad manufacturer. They're the official knee pad provider of the Alabama Crimson Tide. As reported by ESPN's Pete Thamel, Boo Corrigan's playoff committee held regularly scheduled meetings with Bama staffers who were seen multiple times coming and going with knee pads in tow. You picking up what I'm putting down, Sam? Or in for Boo and his Bama boys? All right, roll tide. The official chant of the Buckeye Spartan and Nittany Lion fans worldwide. Speaking of the Buckeyes, just because you didn't post a score doesn't mean you didn't get your ass kicked. Can't spell crying without Ryan. Have a nice day. In all seriousness, cheers to you, college football. A tremendous 2023 season filled with goalposts swimming, maction maxioning, Wolverines winning, and the end of an era out west. College football, I love you. All right, boys, that was it. Woo. Wow. What a manifest. I think you just recapped 13, 14 weeks of football in 35 seconds, 40 seconds. I timed myself earlier. It was like a minute, minute and a half, minute 40. Um, yeah, I had, a, I had a good time. It, I put that together in about 25 minutes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do what we can, right? With that, though, let's get the award show going. I'm excited to host our second annual. Uh, last year, how we did it, we had one other GHL pop on, and we went through all the awards, right, guys? Yeah. This year, we decided to change it up a little, right? So when we do award shows, what happens, Sam? You get a new presenter. Absolutely, freaking lutely right. So this year, we've got ourselves six presenters of six different awards, and then we've got ourselves four other awards that aren't that as important. So we'll just rattle off at the end. <laughs> First presenter is Mr. Mark Kishko, a GHL, hopping on the podcast for the second time, I believe. Mr. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Our guy, Helms from the great state of South Carolina. Mark, 
what is your category? And please, Not, your selection. Uh, my award category is the 2023 College Football Most Underwhelming Performance. Uh, I'm going to, with this one, I'm picking Clemson Tigers, the one right down the road, 30 minutes away from me. Um, so they started the season ranked number nine, finished 22. They had a lot of high hopes with their new offensive coordinator from TCU, Garrett Riley. I'm sure you guys heard of him before, maybe last year. Um, somehow snuck into the Gator Bowl, though. They finished four wins over Notre Dame, Georgia Tech, North Carolina, South Carolina. Went to the Notre Dame and North Carolina game, so that was pretty sweet. You know, that's, I think you and the committee got that one right. Clemson. Um, they were in my playoff uh, Final Four, so they definitely underwhelmed, in my opinion. So, yeah, you and the committee nailed that one. Um, there were some other contenders, right? Uh, but I mean, yeah. Tennessee. Tennessee was up there as well, yep. Sam, what were your thoughts on Clemson being the underwhelming team of the year? Yeah, I mean, I picked them a lot, and they didn't win a lot, so I would agree with that. <laughs> yeah, they lost me some money. I, I would also agree. Max, your thoughts with, on Mark Tishko and the selection? Having a guy that was boots on the ground multiple times, I think we couldn't have had anybody better leading this committee and leading the charge for the most underwhelming performance. I'm sorry you're a fan, Kishko, but they most deservedly take home this award. Yes. Yes. Snaps and claps. Maybe the kicker for the first three games and then have to call one up from New York. (laughs) Great point. And I hope Dabo Sweeney has a bad night. Yep. Kishko, thanks for being our first presenter of the 2023 second annual LTS College Football Award Show. And go blue. Go blue. Go blue. See you guys later. All right, that was a good first one. I I think that was spot on. I think I think the committee and Kishko nailed that. I do too. I mean, like we were just talking, there's a lot of ones on the list. Like he said, Tennessee. I think Michigan State could be up there for some people. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. Very debatable. I would agree. All right, though. With that, we have our second presenter of the second annual LTS College Football Award Show, uh, coming to us live from the great state of indiana is mr ryan bossy a ghl who is a huge michigan wolverine fan who was just boots on the ground at lucas oil loving every second of it he is here tonight to present the award for the best player in college football ryan say hi and then whatever else you have to say what's going on guys um i thought about how i was going to present this award and i think i'll I'll leave it pretty direct and then we can, we can discuss afterwards because I have a lot of opinion on this one, but the best player of the year, a lot of people might say it's Jaden Daniels. Others might say it's Michael Penix. Um, I guess that quarterback that we play in a couple weeks thinks that he should be Heisman uh, and the best player of the year, Jaden Milrow. Um, but the best player of the 2023 season uh, is Max Bredson, University of Michigan tight end. Wow. Congratulations, Max. Go wow. for What a win. I, I didn't see that one coming. That That's a shock. But I think Bossy and the committee, I don't know if they're playing favorites over there in Indiana, but I think that's a great pick. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. But let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Right. Not only did he have two catches for 19 yards this season, but he also had one kick return for 10 yards. And he was the leading blocker every time Michigan was inside the five-yard line. So 
a number of Blake Quorum's 24 touchdowns this season were led by him. He got in the end zone before Blake did, and that says a lot, and he, he's the reason that Blake is as, has been as successful as he has been this season uh, and the reason that Michigan is number one in the country and on their way to a national championship. I love that. Honestly, so also for our GHLs out there, this isn't the Heisman. This is the LTES Player of the Year, and you know, I didn't have the I didn't have the votes. I just saw that like everyone else did. I think it's a great answer. I think it's the right answer. Sam, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I love going with a tight end position. I I honestly hate Heisman awards only going to running backs and quarterbacks. You know, there's other people out there giving way more work and effort than those people. Uh, so I love this pick and. 100%, you know, you got to have people in front of you to get you in the end zone. So I love it. Max, what are your thoughts? I just know that this committee got it right. The real one probably didn't get it right with Florida State. But this one, RLTS committee got this one right. So couldn't have said better myself. I'm pretty sure he's probably fifth in the Heisman voting ranking right now. So he was just snubbed, yep. which sucks, yep. Max. But he's got bigger fish to fry, like winning a national championship. So, yep. He wants a ring. He doesn't need a stupid trophy. Nope. I think uh, – so I, I actually disagree. I don't think the committee got this one right. I think the player of the year probably was Jordan Travis, but I will succumb and allow Bossy and his committee in Indiana just, you know, all right, we'll say they got it right. Max Brenson, very important player, playing for the best team in the land, the number one Michigan Wolverines. Before we let you go, Ryan, as a presenter, what were your thoughts about the Big Ten Championship game? I thought it was boring, to be quite honest. You guys yeah. made it electric. Max and Dylan made it the most exciting uh, Big Ten Championship <laughs> game I've been to. I've been to the last three, and and Max and Dylan definitely made it made it worthwhile. But it it was a boring game, man. Michigan yeah. did not play the most electric that they could have, especially when in the last two Big Ten Championship games we pulled out trick plays that have been really exciting. They just kind of. Ground and pounded. I don't even think they ran for 100 yards. Uh, but but Mikey Sainer still, he was definitely a finalist for this award too because he was he's been electric, moving from offense to defense, and and he was pretty sweet to watch on uh, on Saturday. Can't wait to see what he does against the, the Alabama wide receivers. I echo everything you said. It was, Max already said it was boring. He he said that literally earlier. Um, and I think Michigan has they're they're holding some stuff back. They knew there were bigger fish to fry gotta watch out for those sign stealers yeah i'm sure there were boots on the ground roll tide fans there so go blue brian go blue go blue thanks, thanks for hopping on and being a presenter for the second annual lts college football award show see you guys adios all right that's i like it i like his player of the year max bredenson that's a great pick he's he's the glue all right was zag center down he's gonna have to be more of the glue now so um Looking forward to it. I look. I'm looking forward to uh, Max coming to headquarters, pick up his award, shake his hand, see how big he is. He's built. You know he's built. So, gotta be if he's leading the charge behind Blake Corman. Sometimes you can't even see Blake Corman. He's gotta be a big dude. No doubt. <clears throat> All right, two two good awards. I think I think we've pretty much been spot on. I can't say the committee and our presenters missed anything yet. Uh, Clemson being underwhelming, no doubt. Uh, Michigan's Max Branson being the best player in college football in 2023 sounds like a no doubt about it situation. Um, let's let's move to the third award and see if uh, our presenter and his committee are on par again. So our third presenter is Mr. Blake Tosto. Tosto, 
not st- still not sure how to say that. Tell me currently from the great state of actually it's a shithole state, Pennsylvania, but mm-hmm. he's from yep. the great state of Michigan. Blake Correct. is a often been on the podcast. He's a GHL. He's a great individual with an amazing beard. Blake, welcome to the show. And let's let's uh let's hear the award you're presenting. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate you having me on. Um, actually, this is my first time ever on the show. Is it really? Dead serious. Damn it. Max, Max, every other week, Max has told me that you're going to be on as a picker. And you're right. So now we have you on for the most prestigious show we've ever done. Mm-hmm. And this is probably the right spot for you. Well, I'm, I'm super thrilled. So, um, the award I will be presenting will be ranking the the conferences from top to bottom. And um, I'm excited about this because uh, this fall, just because of honestly the lack of not having Max and Kishko around, I've been able to really digest and invest myself into watching college football with Diver. So I'm, uh, I'm actually kind of excited. So, yeah. I love it. Um, I would so tell now it's your first time. Damn, I can talk more shit. This is awesome. Uh, <laughs> tell everyone who you're a big fan of. Um, I don't know. Like, obviously, I'm a Sparty, so they uh, they had a, a stinker year. Obviously, a little more on the uh, logistical side of things than the football, even though football was was ass. But um, I think a lot of the extracurriculars played into what happened this season. They they came in the, hot, huh? What do you mean? They just they came in hot. That's all. Tough, tough came in hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, yeah. let's get I to mean, the award, Blake. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> give me your give me um, your top conferences. Here we go. Um, number one, obviously, I think we can all agree upon SEC Southeast um, Southern Conference. So yeah. Number two. Um, number two, Big Ten. Uh, you know, Michigan, Ohio State this year. Uh, obviously, what they did last year. So, I think that's uh, that's where I'll put them at two. And then three, uh, Big 12. Texas had a good showing this year. RIP to Big 12. Uh, number four, I'm actually going to go with ACC. Even though it's watered down, um, I think Florida State's a good team, despite their quarterback trouble. Uh I think they got hosed, personally. I think they got hosed. But uh, good conference. And then uh, lastly, my fifth, uh, good old Pac-12. May, may we always remember those 10.30 Saturday night games, hanging out, and um, RIP. Yep. So, yeah, those are my top five. All right, that that's uh, Blake and the commit Blake and his committee. Those are their top five. Uh, congrats to the SEC on winning the best conference of the year, according to the second annual LTS College Football Award Show. Sam, what are your thoughts? Honestly, I'd almost I'd almost flip it. Give, give me the Pac-12 up there. Those those teams, that's fun. You know, you got to look at exciting games, high scoring games, firepower games. I would not say the Big Ten as a whole is a good group of guys what do you got michigan ohio state and then just straight plummet down after that it falls off quick hey they got your big 10 champ yeah 
it falls off quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I think the ACC, the Caesar, the Caesar, uh, sounded out differently. It's more like ass. So I think the ACC <laughs> is last. Um, otherwise, yeah, I mean, I get the ACC being number one, but I think I'm with Sam. I think the Pac-12. I think Blake and his committee royally screwed up the Pac-12 being last. That is that is a not only is it wrong, it is a misnomer for the fact that it is the last ever Pac-12 season, and they're gonna and the committee's gonna put the put them dead last in LTS awards. No, that's I I can't I can't stand it. Max, what are your thoughts? I agree. I'm sorry, Blake, but the Pac-12 after dark will always have my heart. You said hanging out, sitting around, watching those games, whether it's Cal playing Stanford or whatever, you know, the Pac-12 after dark, that's where you can either make your money or lose it all and have to rebuild the yeah. next. That's, so that's true. I would, that's true. I would jump the Pac-12 up, put it either second or third. I would definitely bump it up. I, I agree with Sam, Big Ten does plummet. I'm okay with SEC having it this year, you know, let them say what they want. Yep. yep, let them know. Um, I, other than that, I agree with committee and Blake's rankings, just Pac-12 maybe should have been notched up. Yeah. So, Blake, we appreciate you. First time ever being on Legally Teaching Engineer Sports. That's a, a statistician. I've already corrected him. We'll, we'll get back on that. Uh, but oh. thank you for being our third presenter of the night. You did an excellent job. Uh, your committee, you'll have to get back to them and make sure that they get a little better next year. Uh, we'll have you on next year and maybe give you a, a different category so you can get it more correct. But uh, shout out to the SEC. Thank you, Blake. Oh, no, thank you guys. I appreciate it. And go blue and go Dutchman. Oh. All right. With that, we're about to head to our fourth presenter. <laughs>